Thank you for listening to the Save Point Podcast. Please consider subscribing at youtube.com slash savepointvids. Follow us at Save Point Vids on all major social media platforms for up-to-the-minute updates on everything Save Point Vids related. If you find us entertaining and informative, please leave a thumbs up or a five-star rating on your platform of choice. Your patronage is very much appreciated, and we could not do this without you. And now, on to the show. everyone welcome back to the save point podcast episode 13 i am your host josh taylor today's episode is going to be all about sony and their potential plans to acquire some new studios heading into the launch of the ps5 Uh, before we get into that though i wanted to remind you that this is the save point vids podcast I am here to bring you all of the news that you want to know about um, on a semi-regular basis. Still trying to figure out the schedule for that, Uh, but you can find us on youtube.com slash savepointvids and all of the major podcast platforms. So you're talking about Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and many, many others. Chances are if you're watching it, or excuse me, if you are listening to it on a podcast platform, chances are we are on there. So just search the Save Point Vids podcast. We would definitely appreciate it. Give us a thumbs up, subscribe, five stars, whatever it is that you happen to um, be using as your platform of choice. Uh, what I wanted to do, though, is kick off to kick off this um, this episode is actually read a story from IGN about Sony's basically considering the headline is Sony is considering studio acquisitions ahead of PS five. So this is from Matt Perslow over IGN. So please give him a click. Um, but I'm going to read this verbatim. And then at the end, I'm going to kind of go into the studios that I think could be or should be acquired and the likelihood of that happening and kind of talking about, um, talking about that as well as the potential launch games or launch window games of the PS5 and what we expect to see. Um, so again, this is from Matt Perslow, IGN. Sony is considering acquiring more development studios as it gears up for the launch of PS5. Talking to Nakai, translation via Gamatsu, Sony Interactive Entertainment President and CEO Jim Ryan said that the, quote, content is more important than ever before, end quote. In order to secure more content, the company is considering the merger and acquisition of game developers. The thought comes to Sony as it observes new companies enter the industry, such as Google with its Stadia streaming platform. But while Sony no doubt needs to work ever harder to ensure it is competitive, the gaming giant welcomes new players in the space. Quote, companies new to the games industry looking at the market with hope is something we definitely welcome, said Ryan. Sony Interactive Entertainment has 25 years of experience in the games industry and has big assets, end quote. Should this become more than a consideration, it will see Sony acquire more developers for its first party portfolio, meaning more studios working on PlayStation exclusive games. Exclusives have long been key to ensuring console success stories, and Sony has arguably seen this more than ever during this generation's lifespan with PS4 games such as God of War and Uncharted 4. It seems likely that Sony would want to secure more exclusives for the upcoming, upcoming PS5. 
So again, um, you know, anytime that a new console generation comes around, we always start to see stories like this. Um, you know, Microsoft last year and even this year, uh, you know, this year at their E3 conference, they said that they, or, you know, they announced that they acquired Tim Schafer's Double Fine. Um, and last year they had, I think, nine studio announcements uh whether that was internally created studios or just acquisitions um you know so it's not surprising that this story is coming out for sony um it's you know it's, it's kind of what comes and goes again with each generation cycle um but what i wanted to do is kind of you know look into my crystal ball and see what five studios so i have five studios listed some that i think are very obvious some that are out of not out of left field but don't really have a shot of actually happening um but kind of going into that and um you know seeing what's possible i guess and you know what what would make sense for sony what are they missing in their you know what holes are they you know missing in their first party studios that you know these developers could potentially fill um the first one though is supermassive games um they are most famous for uh until dawn which was a not a ps4 launch game but it was an early ps4 game um and you know at the time it had up until detroit become human it had out quantic dream quantic dream in the sense that it was a very um narrative focused character driven kind of adventure game in the vein of a david cage game but you know with beyond two souls having come out you know that was more or less a disappointment after the success of heavy rain that quantic dream had had for supermassive to come in and kind of fill that gap i think is a it was it showed huge upside to what this developer could do and now that quantic dream you know recently within the last couple months has said that they are going multi-platform you know i think that this is a real big opportunity for sony to you know keep those narrative driven uh, character driven games exclusive you know through at least one developer exclusive to sony's next console i think this would be a huge get for them i think it only makes sense um you know it until dawn came out in 2015 so it you know i i know they're working on a compilation game for their next title um it's going to be like a series of short quote-unquote short stories built into this overarching um game where each story i believe is you know thematically and maybe through thin um threads that are uh you know they're somehow loosely connected to each other but you know they each take place in a different time period with different characters and, and things like that um i think that could be really cool and i would like to see them you know i until dawn i think is a very it was very highly rated but i don't even think it was played nearly enough as it should have been for as great of a, a game as it was um I think that this is actually pretty likely if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd say somewhere in the 50, it's like a toss up 50 to 65%. I think that this actually has a, a 
a good deal or a good chance of actually happening. I would love to see that. Um, the next one though is Housemark. So Housemark is a smaller developer in that they don't really make the traditional triple A titles, um, but they do have a lot of great, highly regarded and highly critically acclaimed titles. Dead Nation, um, Matterfall is coming out, Alienation, Resogun. Um, there are a couple others. I, I'm drawing a blank, but you know they have a great pedigree and they have a great, obviously, working relationship with Sony. Um, I think that if you want, again, they're not known for the big AAA cinematic experiences like a lot of the other um developers that i'm going to be talking about however if you want a developer that will whether it's a twin six twin stick shooter like a dead nation or if it's a side scrolling maybe action rpg or a side scrolling metroidvania type of game um you know and you want this developer housemark to you know release one every couple years you know um, more of an arcadey type of experience i don't think there's anybody better now they have had some missteps here and there but overall i think the pedigree of this you know this developer kind of speaks for itself um you know rezogun if you haven't played it it was a launch ps4 game still in my opinion one of the best just arcade chase a high score type of games that you'll that you'll find even to this day um great game great 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 game great developer i'm super excited for it um you know i i think that this again has a, a fairly good chance i would put it right around super massive you know i think it has a better chance of happening than not um that 50 to 60 65 percent range um and again if you're looking for a developer that kind of gives you that quote unquote indie experience without technically being an indie developer i think that you know there's not a whole ton of studios that are better equipped to give you that type of experience the next one is a big one and it is kojima productions now this one i was hesitant to put on there but kind of what solidified it for me is obviously you know their game coming out in november death stranding is exclusive to sony's consoles and I said consoles because I do believe it'll be eventually cross-gen PS4 and probably have a PS5 definitive edition similar to what MGS5 had, where it was kind of cross-platform cross, uh, or cross-generation, excuse me. I think that this is going to be the same, the same type of deal. Um, but this would be a huge get. I think this is such low-hanging fruit. I mean, they've already obviously paid kojima to stay with sony for at least this game i don't it, you know if it's going to be the critical and commercial success that we all i think we all universally universally believe it will be i don't see why they just won't buy it outright i mean that would make such a huge splash in the industry i truly believe that you know whether it's death stranding 2 or a brand new ip whatever it might be the fact that it's got hideo kojima's name on it you know there are not many names in the industry that can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with him the only one that really i think surpasses him is miyamoto but you know he's up there he's in the rarefied air of just kind of revered game developers you know it, my point is is that 
you know, having his name attached to whatever comes after Death Stranding, I think, you know, will be to a good percentage of gamers. It's going to be a system seller. And so why not, you know, just invest in it now? He's obviously got carte blanche. Just give him the money and the resources to make the games that he wants to make. He's obviously very cinematic in his storytelling, very, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of, you know, very, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the themes of his games are very, not out there, but they're very, um, philosophical in a way. He just likes playing in that space. And I think he does it better than just about anybody else. So I think it would obviously be a huge, and again, with Death Stranding coming out, I think it would be such an obvious get to pick him up, pick up that studio and, you know, bring him into the PlayStation family until, you know, whenever, you know, until, you know, the end of time till the end of PlayStation, but, you know, keep him with PlayStation. And I think, you know, again, whatever comes after Death Stranding is, you know, it's a system seller. It's, you know, it's it just makes so much sense that I, I, I can't imagine it not happening. And I think this one, even though I think it would be the biggest splash is, is in terms of like the, the name attached to it. I think it actually is the most likely of them as well. Um, I, I, if I, again, if I had to put a number on it, I'd say 75% chance that this actually happens within the next 12 or 18 months. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if it happens this fall, whether it's right before, right after death stranding is, uh, is released. Um, the next one is insomniac insomniac's name gets thrown around a lot with, you know, I think anytime that these stories come up at Sony is going to buy a new studio or, you know, some acquire a new studio, Insomniac's name gets thrown out there because it's an easy get. It's an easy target. You know, they've had a great relationship, you know, with them going back to the PS2 and, you know, the the original Ratchet and Clank. Um, you know, obviously their most recent game, the, the Spider-Man PS4, uh, came out last fall to critical and commercial success. So obviously they have a great working relationship with Sony. I, even though it makes so much sense for this to happen, I think Insomniac likes their independence. And if I remember correctly, I think that there were not public negotiations or public talks, but I, you can't, you have to imagine that Sony at one point or another tried to scoop Insomniac up. And I, I doubt that, I mean, obviously it didn't go through, it didn't happen. And I, it's probably just because insomniac likes their independence. They are a big enough name. They are the, you know, they're a triple a independent developer in the most literal sense. They're, they're independent in the sense that, you know, they can, you know, you know, they had, um, sunset overdrive with Microsoft and they had the ratchet and clank remake. And then, you know, the Spider-Man PS4 with, you know, Sony, they have the ability to kind of work with who they want and pick and choose depending on what they believe is best for their, for their development studio. Um, so even though, you know, they have had a great, again, a great relationship for almost 20 years now, I don't, actually see this happening at all if i had to put a number on it i'd say it's less than 10 percent, 15 percent um just because i i feel like these negotiations or the this acquisition 
has been coming up so often that I don't, I just don't see it going through unless they threw such an, an exorbitant amount of money towards them. Um, I, I just don't see it happening. Um, but the last one I had is I, I, a, one that a couple years ago, I don't think would have been brought up on any, in any discussion, but with the kind of, you know, 2.0 relaunch of this game. I, I think that it makes more sense now than ever. And I'm talking about hello games and no man's sky. This game had a troubled development. It had a very public, obviously and troubled launch this game by all accounts, by most, if not everyone in the industry was dead on arrival. It just did not live up to the promises that were made very publicly on E3, you know, stages and, you know, uh, other industry events that, you know, this game was going to be, you know, you go anywhere and do anything. You can explore every corner of the universe and, you know, you, you and your friend can be in the same universe, but you'll never run into each other because it's so, you know, massive and, you know, the multiplayer aspects of it, you know, there, there were just so many different features that were touted that when it launched, it didn't have half as many as that they had promised and it would it would be very easy to for you know sean murray over at hello games and his team to you know give up the ghost and you know kick it to the curb put your head down there were even talks that they would have to like change the studio name and try to rebrand because you know the reception was so awful you know and i don't obviously condone this by any means but they were getting death threats and all kinds of just heinous shit that you know i mean we're talking about video games let's be honest but you know they people were upset and understandably so because they had paid $60 for a game that they expected to have all these features that were talked about and that was missing. And so it, it, they felt like they were cheated again, obviously don't condone death threats and, you know, uh, personal attacks on developers and things like that. But I can understand the frustration from it, but instead of, instead of giving up and instead of, you know, moving on to the next thing or, you know, changing studios or shutting the studio down or whatever it is, they went radio silent. They got to work. They kept their heads down and they basically just started rolling out. You know, it was months where we didn't hear anything. And it was just like, they they really are. They're going to drop this game and just pretend like it never existed and sweep it under the rug. But slowly but surely they started, you know, rolling out patches and updates. And then, you know, the, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was no man's sky. The, the kind of, um, the relaunch of it, uh, beyond no man's sky beyond. And that was kind of like the 2.0 rebrand, not rebranding, but relaunch of the game. And, you know, by all accounts now they have the VR version coming out if it's not already out, but it's, very much it's so much closer to the original vision of the game than it obviously was at its original launch that i think they've garnered you know a lot of goodwill they've owned up and admitted to their mistake you know they showed it too early they promised too much you know they let the hype get the best of them and they kind of you know made their own bed 
for the longest time, but then they, you know, they dug themselves in a hole, but they were able to, you know, climb out of it and, and again, make this game what it was originally closer to what it was originally promised to be. So with that being said, I think, you know, now kind of having gone through the tunnel and, you know, hindsight is 2020, I think it would be a smart move for Sony to scoop them up. You know, they, you know, Sony has, obviously it's on Xbox as well. So it's not, No Man's Sky is not a a PlayStation exclusive, but it shows like, Hey, these, this team knows what they're doing now, you know, they'll learn from their mistakes and they won't promise, you know, they won't promise too much and not be able to deliver on it and, you know, keep everybody's expectations in check. But I think it would be, you know, if you're looking for No Man's Sky 2 or, you know, that big, you know, first party live service type of game, you know, akin to a not again, not a shooter in the sense that, you know, it's going to be like a division or, um, yeah, uh, what's why can't I think of the name? Sorry, it's late when I'm recording. Um, Division or Destiny or anything like that. You know, it's but if you want that type of open world, you literally go anywhere, do anything kind of, you know, we're not going to hold your hand type of game. You kind of explore and you figure it out as you go, but it's a live service with, you know, continual updates and new events and things like that. You know, I think that that could be a huge get for Sony and they don't really, unless I'm forgetting a studio, they really don't have anything like that in their stable right now. You know, they've got um, Naughty Dog, obviously, they're, you know, very focused on, you know, third person action adventure, heavy narrative driven games. You know, you've got Polyphony with Gran Turismo, you've got Media Molecule with Dreams, Um, you know, there there are others I can't even think, um, you know until dawn just came out um and so there if you you see what i'm saying they don't have that type of live service game and i think you know with that seeming to be the trend in the last 18 months to two years and it seems to be the trend going forward it doesn't seem to be slowing down at all you know i i think that this could fill a really big gap in their um in their portfolio um and and kind of you know make make hello games like a household name in the same way that insomniac is or that you know naughty dog is or even again insomniac's not a a first party studio but you get my point kind of that household name where you know you think about the top 10 or 15 developers you know, they're, they, they're recognized. They, they are known. Um, and you know, again, I I think that would be just a, a huge, a huge boon for that team. And I think that Sony would be, be wise to do that. Um, but that's pretty much it guys. Like I said, it was just top five. Those were the five that instantly popped in my head. Um, I don't know if that, you know, like I said, I think some are more obvious than others. Kojima being, you know, the, the number one, just because it, it seems to be such a, you know, obviously we don't, we're not privy to the contract details of Death Stranding and, you know, how much they had to pay to, to make it exclusive. But, um, you know, I think that's a huge get. I think Hello Games makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Housemark and Supermassive. Supermassive, again, is a big one just because, you know, Quantic Dream is going multi-platform. And so if they want that 
type of game, that adventure, not action adventure, but that traditional adventure, you know, again, narrative driven, choice driven, you know, type of experience, you know, Supermassive could fill that, fill that void that, you know, Quantic Dream is going to leave behind as far as exclusives go. Um, Housemark, again, for that independent indie game feel without to obviously again like i said technically being independent um and then insomniac again that name keeps getting thrown around a lot every time these conversations come up it's not going to happen but it's as long as you know these you know as long as sony and microsoft are going to be scooping up developers you know that name is always going to get thrown out there just because they've built that type of pedigree over the last couple decades um but i i don't see it happening anytime soon um and then again hello games that would be awesome um so anyway guys that's all that i've got um let me know what you guys think tweet at me at save point vids or save point josh uh you can follow me there and also on instagram the same names um if you haven't already please like this video give it a thumbs up if you want to give it a thumbs down i ask that you don't and give it a thumbs up anyway or don't give me any thumbs up or thumbs down i would appreciate that as well but do what's you know best for you obviously hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and then um you know again let me know what developers you'd like to see drop it in the comments so i'm always open and willing to have a conversation with you guys um you know let me know if you think i'm completely off base or if you like the picks or if you would switch out something um again always willing to have a conversation um you know find this again youtube.com slash save point vids and all major podcast platforms and until next time you guys stay safe